0: Welcome to Finding Your Worth, a podcast designed to help you reconnect with who you are so you can become who you want to be. I'm your host, Sarah Wilson. A few years ago, I realized that something was missing from my life. And what was missing was me my hopes my dreams my inner light had been dimmed by years of drudgery complacency going along with what i thought i was supposed to be not anymore my friend life is short i'm not wasting any more of it hiding and afraid to live now that i know my worth I am on a mission to help others who feel disconnected from themselves to find joy and purpose in their lives. Thank you for joining me on this journey to rekindle your spark and find your worth. Hello there and welcome to episode number 93, Mean Things People Said. I had this idea quite a while ago to tell you all about a whole bunch of mean things that people have said to me over the years, how those words affected me and informed my choices. Then I had this idea to tell you about the experience of being admired by others, how that has affected me, and how that has inspired my choices. And see how I chose the word inspired this time. Hmm. Then I had this idea to talk about using yourself as your primary barometer rather than looking out into the world to seek opinions about what you should or shouldn't do. Somewhere after that, with all three episode ideas rolling around in my head, I realized they kind of all go together. Not like one episode, but an overarching theme. In the end, I'm doing three episodes one week after the next. For today, I am going to share with you a short list of the memorably mean things people have said to me. Not so that you can feel bad for me. People have said mean things to you too, but because the mean things that people said to me altered the course of my life, and not necessarily in a good way. And in retrospect, Many of them are comically stupid. It's funny now, but I promise it was not funny at the time. And clearly, they impacted me. Because I still remember things from well over 30 years ago. As I work hard to uncover the stuff in my brain that keeps me from being 100% Me and holds me back from achieving all that I am capable of achieving. I think it's important that I reflect on the times when I let someone else's opinion determine my actions, when I held someone else's negative beliefs about me high above whatever I might have believed about myself. I gave away my power. Now, I want it back. Only those people, they don't have it. It was always in me. <laughs> okay, here we go. There was a time in my youth when I loved the camera. I was a ham, if you know what that means, until I wasn't. When I became more and more self-conscious after so many people started pointing out my faults, and some are weird. In middle school, a boyfriend told me that I had triangle toes. I still have no idea what this means, but it was clearly an insult, and it made me feel self-conscious. Those are the hardest years, right? Self-conscious about my feet, I basically hate feet now. A friend of my brother's told me I should work out more because I was chubby. When I was 10. My first husband told me his ex-girlfriend looked real good in a bikini. (laughs) Now, someone with a stellar level of confidence in her body might not have been phased. But by then, I had 23 years of indoctrination into what a woman should look like, and I clearly did not measure up to that ideal. During a wedding dress fitting, the dressmaker told me my boobs were strange because they weren't both the same size. Any ladies out there with perfectly symmetrical boobs? Good for you! You are a unicorn! I didn't know that at the time. I've also been told that my hips are too bony and my back is too fat. It is so hard to be perfect, isn't it? After that short list of body shaming, how about killing my creativity next? A friend told me that I sang Too Pretty. An ex told me I was singing off-key, Have You ever tried to sing Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler, if you're not a professional singer, which I am not, because you would probably also miss a few notes. I drew constantly as a kid. A high school art teacher, when I was around 14, told me that I was drawing lips wrong, and she didn't say it in a constructive way. Several family members later let me know that I was neither talented enough nor competitive enough to make it in any kind of art field and steered me instead toward other, more useful vocations. Then there's my personality. Many people have told me I'm too nice. Usually they're men, which is funny because. They're the ones always telling us ladies to smile more. Make up your minds, guys. I'm too emotional, also, men. I can't, I don't even know what to do with that one. I'm too naive, apparently, because I don't. And I have never believed that people are inherently cruel and evil. This makes me naive. Friend. Be wary of anyone who tells you that you are too nice, too emotional, or too naive. They are up to no good. Ooh, I was once told by an older coworker that I was too laid back because I didn't freak out every time something happened. I mean, I'm talking basic work stuff. One of my all-time favorites is, at my fifth grade birthday party, I was told by a classmate that I was going to hell because I wasn't baptized. Okay, in fairness, this one mostly makes me laugh. I'm not religious. I wasn't back then. So hell doesn't really have the same sway over me that it might for some other people. Still, it made me wary of being honest about my lack of a religious background. this next one left me messed up for years. My first husband, you know, the one with the perfect bikini-clad ex-girlfriend, he also told me that I had no rhythm during sex and that I was a prude. He was not a good fit for me, as it turns out. Hmm. Why do I still remember all of these things and the circumstances around those things? I I remember... The way it hurt. All of it. And how about this? For a good number of years, I wouldn't wear open-toed shoes. I stopped singing where anyone could hear me. I felt awkward naked during sex, and I felt awkward in my wedding dress on my wedding day. I almost never draw anything that people will see. I listened to all the mean things people said, and I believed it. Then it colored my actions. My life went in specific directions because I believed I couldn't do a whole bunch of things and that there was something less than about me. Can you remember any of the mean things people have said to you? Did any of those mean things impact choices that you made? Did any of those mean things bleed into your identity and make you think mean things about yourself? Maybe I am sensitive. Maybe other people can be criticized and brush it off, but I think many of us didn't brush it off. Even if we laughed at it at the time, many of us believed what we were told by our caretakers, our friends, our partners, we trusted them to tell us the truth. We inadvertently allowed them to determine what we believed we were worth. So I believed I wasn't good enough to create with my hands or my voice. I believed that I wasn't beautiful or appealing. I believed that I was wrong mentally and emotionally. I believed I wasn't really lovable or worth loving, and many of my past choices reflect those beliefs. It's weirdly cathartic to go back now and look at my life choices, see which might have been influenced by other people's words, and then remind myself that from here on out, I will take my own counsel over that of others. Now that I have trudged up some of this rubbish that built my past, it is time to chuck it and come up with something new. But I couldn't do that until I unearthed all that junk. I know I am not the only one who has been belittled, beat down, and messed up by the mean things people have said. You might have had much much meaner things said to you. The question is, what did you do with those words? Did you keep them? Did you take them in and nourish them, repeating them to yourself over and over again? Did they build you into the person you are today? Can you change now? And what happens when someone says nice things to you instead? We'll find out next week when we talk about being admired. Until then, remember that even if you find yourself full of mean things that people have said, you are capable of evolving from that place of hurt, becoming something none of those haters could possibly imagine. You can be the amazing, incredible person that's waiting inside to come out and shine. Thank you for listening to Finding Your Worth. Be kind and gentle with yourself. Sometimes the world is hard on the outside, so we need to be extra soft and gentle on the inside. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.